calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. All right, before we start, I want everybody to look up here and say, Table Read, Ren Fair versus Aliens. Ready? Go! Table Read, Ren Fair versus Aliens! <laughs> Ren Fair versus Aliens, part two. When 18 year old Zoe Winters signed up to participate in the Hillsboro Renaissance Fair, the last thing she expected was an alien invasion. But following the gruesome death of the Ren Fair's king, Zoe has been crowned queen. Now, sealed inside a massive force field with the aliens, she and a handful of Ren Fair weirdos are humanity's last hope. When we left our heroes, a special ops commander, Katrina Cook, had begun to orchestrate a military attack with the help of Mark Winter, Zoe's dad. Meanwhile, inside the force field, the fair's jester, Quinn, discovered what might be their only link to the outside world. Interior, Park Service Building, Day. In the reenactor's makeshift base, Zoe's crush, Doug, hammers boards over a window as Zoe looks on. Bridget, a tracksuit-wearing pragmatist in her 30s, slips in through the door, carrying a big tray. Good news, everyone. Turkey legs for all. Also good news, I didn't see any human remains that looked like Quinn. Less great news, there were a lot of human remains. Turkey guy, fake tattoo lady, the dude with the snakes, they're all dead. She sets it down on a table. I think a little bit of turkey guy's ashes fell in here, but it's probably fine. She picks up a turkey leg and takes a bite. Mmm, awful. <laughs> Doug brushes his hands. Fortifications complete. Doug. <laughs> Great job. Maybe I was a carpenter in a past life. <laughs> yeah. Like Jesus, maybe. <laughs> no one responds. Because he had those great abs. Zoe's best friend Ben stands nearby with a javelin. Pathetic. I'm sure you can't wait to lose our bet just so you have an excuse to smooch Doug. The bet is annulled if Quinn dies. 
too morbid. Knock on wood. The door bursts open and Quinn, decked out head to toe in a jangling jester costume, stumbles in, out of breath, brandishing a gun. Majesty! He drops to one knee. Bridget swiftly confiscates the gun. Thank you. My queen, uh, 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 raven from the outside world, but those, uh, creatures everywhere. A beat. What? <laughs> Frustrated, Quinn tries to mime the transponder. Uh, raven, a message. Quinn. It's okay if you have to break character and just totally let loose what's on your mind. Quinn turns to him, a fleck of madness in his eye. Paganetto says, ne'er but ne'er break character. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he beckons Zoe urgently. For the queen's eyes. Quinn, I'm not a queen. He bolts back out the door. Damn it. Zoe grabs a spear and heads towards the door. I'm coming with you. Fine. Bridget, you're in charge, I guess. Don't let anything happen to Doug. Quinn, Ben, and Zoe leave. Bridget and Doug look at each other for a moment. I can take care of myself. A plank falls off the window, narrowly missing him. <laughs> Exterior, Renfair Lane, day. The stalls are smashed up and smoldering. Zoe, Ben, and Quinn sneak down the path. Well, cool. A pod buzzes about the field not far off. They duck behind a stall. Ah, fiends! Would that I could drive ye back to the bowels of Hades myself. Another pod heads into the woods in front, clearing their way. Quinn makes a break for it, and the other two follow. Exterior, parking lot, day. Stealthily, they creep into the parking lot. Quinn points to the cruiser. The Raven, Highness. Our channel to the world beyond the wall. The radio chatters away. Oh, okay, I get it now. Quinn grabs the transponder. <laughs> Brave commander, canst hear me? Over. Crackle. Dagonetto Hopfrog, I'm receiving you loud and clear. <laughs> <laughs> I have brought unto thee our sovereign queen. I present her now. Over. <laughs> he beckons Zoe in and hands her the transponder. Sounds good. Hi, who's this? Interior, police station, day, continuous. Sheriff Swartz and Deputy Brunel stand nearby as Commander Cook, an authoritative woman in her 50s, talks into the radio. Oh, thank Christ you don't all talk like that. <laughs> oh, my name is Katrina Cook. I'm the commander of the special forces in Hillsborough. You are the queen? Intercut Zoe, Commander Cook. Zoe looks around. Quinn nods enthusiastically. Ben gives her a thumbs up. I guess? Then I'll be communicating with you while we figure this situation out. Listen, uh, the jester told me about your father. I'm sorry. Oh, he wasn't my real father. He just played him in the fair. Never mind that. <laughs> Zoe's dad, Mark Winter, is nearby. He rushes up to the radio. Wait, is that Zoe? Dad? Are you holding up, Cub? Dad, 
There's a crash from the woods not too far off, and the humming of an alien pod. We can't stay here. Zoe, does anyone there have a cell phone? No, they all got destroyed. This is our only form of communication. We need to keep this channel open. Is there a way we could get this car back to the Park Service building? We can't start it without attracting attention, and there's no way we'll be able to push it up through the field without being spotted. Michaela, a Renfair knight who didn't make it one time. Oops, sorry. Oh, that's nice. It's a typo. Make it in all time. In <laughs> <laughs> one time, boy. It's a different movie. <laughs> Michaela, a Renfair knight who didn't make it on time, jumps in. Zoe, it's Michaela. Sorry I was late this morning. I was really hungover. I assumed. We assumed. There's a back road up to the park service building. We used it to load in the gear last night. Zoe stands up and looks around. It goes off the far corner of the parking lot. There's a sign that says... Zoe spots it. Staff only. Got it. You're doing a great job, Zoe. Staying alive counts. Zoe, I just want to say... He searches for the right words, but finally, lamely. If you see any aliens, you just tell them you need some space. <laughs> a pause. The others look at him. Okay, Dad. Cook looks over the aerial photographs, following the road. Looks like that road should lead you right there. Turn off the radio, then check in once you've made it. Got it. She shuts off the radio. Quinn hunts around in the pile of ashes, then holds up the key. Zoe takes it, puts the car in neutral. They take a deep breath and start pushing the car towards the service road. Exterior, park service road, day. A rough track through the woods. They struggle, sweating, pushing the car as fast as they can. We should have brought more people! Maybe if someone had been playing themselves instead of fucking Hamlet, we'd have known it was a car and not a raven. A buzzing sound from down the road behind them. Come on! They push harder. Exterior, park field, day. They reach the edge of the woods. It's only a hundred yards to the garage of the park service building, but it's across open field. They pause. Devils. There are half a dozen pods buzzing around the field before them. No way through. We can push it off into the woods here. Buzzing grows louder behind them down the road. The other pod is catching up. There's no time. There's a glint in his eye. Zoe catches his hand. Don't do anything stupid. Sorry, Zoe. He starts running into the open field. Hey, assholes! The pods spin to face him. A beat. Then they bear down, converging on his location. Seven! Quinn starts forward, distraught. Zoe claps a hand over his mouth. Out in the field, Ben wheels away and vanishes into the woods. The pods race after him into the trees. Zoe heaves the cruiser forward. Benjamin, he's... Stupid. He should have kept his head down. Oh, why? Why, cruel gods? Pushing the car at the driver's side door, Quinn beats the steering wheel tearfully. Jesus, Quinn, drop the stick. Must it always be the young and beautiful that... He hits the wrong part. The siren goes off and lights flash. Another pod rounds the building. God's blood! What did... He turns it off, but too late. The pod is approaching. Hush! Quinn heaves the car closer to the garage door, but there's no time. Cursing, Zoe grabs her spear from the back seat. The pod races forward, weapons ports glowing. Zoe hurls the spear with all her might. It flies true, but bounces off some invisible shield before hitting the craft. Shit! 
She leaps aside, barely dodging a blast from the alien weapon. Bridget and Doug rush out of the park service building. Bridget brandishes an axe and shield. Doug takes aim with his bow and looses an arrow, but it misses. The pod wheels around for another pass. Zoe scrambles to her feet and charges back toward the building. Doug looses another arrow, but it bounces off the shield. A near miss from the pod sends Zoe flying. It bears down upon her. Doug reaches for his last piece of ammunition, only to pull out the broken, headless arrow. He knocks, draws, takes aim, and, as the pod is about to obliterate Zoe, looses. The arrow goes straight into the weapons port. There's a screech and thump from the pod, and smoke starts pouring out. They watch in astonishment as the pod veers out of control. It crashes past Doug, hurling him into the wall, then runs smack into a nearby tree and crumples to the ground. Zoe turns. Zoe runs to Doug. He holds out his hand to her. Did... did... did we do good? Zoe strokes his face. Bullseye. Zoe... But before I die, tell my, tell my TikTok followers. He slumps down dramatically and is motionless. After a moment, he starts snoring. <laughs> Bridget stands nearby. He might have a concussion, so we probably shouldn't let him sleep. <laughs> a metallic scraping. They look over at the pod as an alien pod pilot ejects itself and stiffly stands upright, extending its weapon. They draw back. The alien clicks threateningly at them, preparing to fire. Then a tree branch drops from above, squarely knocking it unconscious. Thanks, tree. You're welcome. Interior, alien mothership, bridge, day. A weird alien symbol flashes on a console. The surfaces are strangely slick. An alien hand reaches out to touch a button. We don't see its face. The mothership bulkheads are masses of organic-looking ridges. An eerie breathing sound rasps. The alien captain taps its fingers. Continue with the plan. For now. How are you doing that? <laughs> They've hauled in the pillory an absolute photo-op staple of any self-respecting Renfair. Bridget holds the unconscious alien in place and locks it tight. Well, shit. <laughs> There's a glowing force field around the alien's head. She taps it with a spoon. It bounces off. It's the same color as the sky. Must be some kind of force field. Zoe lowers Doug onto a pile of costumes. She takes Doug's sweaty handkerchief from her pocket and dabs his face tenderly, allowing herself a brief, covert sniff before pocketing it again. You're like a real hero. Zoe winces and dismisses the compliment. So, you jacked a police cruiser? A beat. Zoe tosses the broken, sparkling alien gun down on the table beside the police pistol. Yes. Interior, Park Service Garage, day. Quinn is slumped against the cruiser, muttering to himself. Foolsome man, thou bull's pizzle, thou boorish toad. I am sick when I do look on thee. 
He looks up at himself in the side view mirror. Didst thou really think that in these jester's vestments thou could escape thyself? Thy stepmother was right. Thou should just grow up. The door opens, and Zoe enters. Startled, Quinn tries to play it cool. Well, Dagonetto, something, something. No word on the radio? Quinn gestures to the transponder. The. the. Raven is dead, Your Majesty. Call me Zoe, Quinn. Dagonetto, Your Grace. Please. Highness. Quinn. My queen. Quinn. I cannot. Zoe looks at him. All right. A beat. Forgive me, my queen. She pats him on the shoulder. I'm honestly impressed at your commitment. Better to be a hero in fantasy than a failure in reality. Too real. He avoids her eye. A jester, a queen, and a stolen police car. We'll laugh about this one day. They don't laugh. Interior, Park Service Building, day continuous. Doug is still out. Bridget kneels down next to him and looks into his unconscious face. Hmm, so pretty. She starts slapping him. Wake up, Doug! Wake up, Doug! He opens his eyes groggily and looks straight into the face of the alien captive who's also just waking up. I was early on that screen. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you heard it. You were were perfect. I was early on that screen. You nailed it. Should we do it again? Wake up. (laughs) So pretty. She starts slapping him. Wake up, Doug! Wake up, Doug! He opens his eyes groggily and looks straight into the face of the alien captive, who is also just waking up. He screams. Ah! Interior, Park Service Garage, day continuous. Or... Will I be dead? They hear the screams from the other room. Zoe! Zoe rushes for the door. Interior, Park Service Building, day, continuous. Bridget and Doug are standing around the alien, which spits and jabbers at them. Zoe and Quinn join them. Quiet, quiet. Can you understand us? It makes a few more unintelligible noises. Shall we put it out of our misery? She brandishes the gun. Good Queen, if I may have your leave. Behind them, the alien lowers its head and taps its suit, initiating some sort of sequence. A glowing panel on its chest starts pulsing. Twould be poor form, in faith, to inflict such sport on a prisoner, be he of our world or nay. The alien is silent. The panel pulses faster. We are not monsters, nor petty children. We can finally show those who doubt us that we are heroes indeed, brave and wise. And it may be that he provides some use for us before the game is done. Either we conceive him not, yet still I note the spark of intelligence not far removed from him. The panel lets out a ping and gives a message. Translator calibrated. They all turn to look. Slowly, the alien begins to speak. 
Oh, ye brigands, wherefore have you snared me? A beat. You have got to be. I shall sit quietly in the corner. <laughs> Interior, police station, day. Commander Cook paces, frustrated. The drones are picking up those little pods all over the place. Almost looks like they're searching for something. Cook slams her hand down on the table. Deputy Brunel saves the donuts as they topple off the edge. Damn it! We still don't know why the shield dropped out, but now it's getting stronger. Schwartz comes over, drinking his coffee. Still no response from the medieval guys. I couldn't tell if you were going to drink or not. (laughs) (laughs) I I think they're Renaissance guys, Sheriff. I want... uh, I went to the one in Asheville a couple years ago, and there was a caveman and a steampunk. So I honestly, um... have no idea. Sheriff, we're running out of time. If we don't get in there soon, I wouldn't give those poor reenactors a snowball's chance and... Schwartz gestures urgently to Mark, who's sitting at an unused desk nearby, staring off into space. Huh? Sheriff Schwartz coughs. How you holding up, Mark? He drains the last of his mug. Brunel instantly appears with a fresh mug, and Schwartz swaps it out without even looking. Me? Uh, I'm fine. You want some coffee? The deputy will get you some. Hearing this, Brunel bolts, stumbling, for the coffee maker. No, I'm okay. I just... What's wrong with me, Steve? It's my fault Zoe can't accept praise. I've had years to tell her I'm proud of her. Now she's in danger, and I still can't do it. All I can say is hilarious puns. Hey, (laughs) it's not easy being a dad. Come here, big guy. Mark gets up and hugs him. He sniffles a little. It's always been easier to talk to animals than you for some reason. I've just got one of those faces. Don't you worry, Mark. Zoe's definitely... Definitely gonna be fine. Thanks, Sheriff. I mean that. I know you do. Over Mark's shoulder, he makes eye contact with Brunel, who gives him a questioning thumbs up. Schwartz shrugs. I have no idea. The FBI agent returns and glances at the hugging man. Oh, uh, 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 hey guys, we're getting pizza. Uh, any, any requests? Ooh, Hawaiian, please. Schwartz and Mark are still hugging it out. Pepperoni. (laughs) Quattro formaggi. Interior, Park Service Building, day. Zoe faces off with a pilloried alien. Can you understand me? Forsooth, I can. Our technology is beyond compare. Scoff, your majesty. Uh, Did you just say scoff? Our technology is beyond compare. Why did you come here? Verily, I'll tell thee plain softly. Your sphere is ripe and fruitful, and will new bounty provide our uncrowded people. Hey, bro, it's not cool to annex someone's homeland and take their natural resources. Thou canst not gain this. Soon shall the master plan be complete. What's the master plan? (laughs) Thou canst not trick me. Once the plan is complete, then shall the shield dome impenetrable be. 
So it's not impenetrable now. Pause. Now it has to be. <laughs> the door flies open. They wheel around. Charlie Vu, photographer from the local paper, stumbles in slightly singed, still holding her camera. You guys are never going to believe... She spots the alien captive. Oh. She raises her camera and takes a picture. The flash lights up the room. Mine eyes! Where did you go? Charlie slumps into a chair, exhausted. Oh, man, all over. Listen to me. You cannot run off without telling anyone, okay? You're not the queen of me. Zoe starts to respond, but bites her tongue and turns back to the alien to resume her interrogation. Bridget notices Charlie's clothing is burnt. Whoa, what happened? Guys, can we focus? Oh, I got shot a little bit. I'm fine, though. Guys! <laughs> Check this out. Zoe clenches her fists and walks toward the garage. Bridget looks over Charlie's shoulder at her camera. Whoa! Interior, police station, day. Empty pizza boxes are scattered around. Mark sits by himself, a deeply troubled expression on his face. Sorry, Mr. Winter. Still no response from the fair. We'll keep trying. How are you holding up? Mark sighs. Oh, I'm okay. I'm just super lactose intolerant. What? Well, why didn't you say anything? We, we could have ordered something else. Well, I didn't want to impose. Mr. Winter, you just ate six slices. <laughs> we were all impressed, but in retrospect, I wish you hadn't. Yeah, me too. I should probably use the boys' room. Use the glade. <laughs> Mark staggers off. Damn it. We only have one restroom. The FBI agent rushes in with another printout. Commander, you're going to want to take a look at these readings. Cook gazes at the printout, then looks up sharply. Revelation. Keep trying that radio. Interior. Park service garage. Day. Zoe closes the door behind her and lets out a stifled scream of frustration. Doug is sitting in the police car. Hi, Doug. Just coming in to check the radio. I heard you scream. Oh, that I just remembered a scary movie I saw one time. I scream sometimes, too. <laughs> he adjusts the mirror, practicing. Mirror, side mirror, blind spot, indicate, merge. Man, this would have been such a cool spot for a TikTok vid. Zoe sits in the passenger seat. Doug, how are you able to, like perform in front of all your followers. It took me a while, but there's a live button next to record. No. <laughs> I mean, how are you able to act so naturally in front of people and get people to listen? Gear before steer. It's kind of an industry secret, but I put on a persona, big and bold and larger than life. It's not really me or not exactly. Talking to people in real life is much harder. He swivels the mirror to look at her. Can I bear myself to you, Zoe? Uh, yeah. This is the first time I've had an actual, real group of friends. What about all your TikToks where you're hanging out with friends at the mall or the bookstore? Strangers, Zoe. Complete strangers. Sometimes I just start recording and throw myself into them. I don't even ask, and people are usually too nice to say anything. All to make myself look popular, and it works. I'm cool. But real friends? It hits different. He turns to her. Zo, I think you're a great queen. Doug leans closer. He glances at her lips. He's nervous. 
Hesitantly, they move toward each other. The radio crackles, rudely interrupting the moment. Ren Fair, come in. Are you there? Zoe snatches the transponder. Yes, this is Zoe. The force field dome is getting stronger, and we think it's disrupting the radio. We might not have much time. Okay. There was a moment about two minutes after the tank fired onto the dome. It dropped out for a few seconds. Zoe and Doug look at each other. If that boom this morning was the tank, then two minutes later would have been... When the big ship fried Gene. So maybe when it diverts power to weapons, the shield comes down. The cogs turn. Okay, so we lure it out, try and get it to fire again. I can have troops at the perimeter within the hour. When the shield comes down, they'll go in. And we'll come out. We just need a way to get its attention. I think I have a plan. I'm glad you're a competent leader, Zoe. It's all on you. Zoe begins to protest. But be careful. We don't know what these creatures are capable of. Don't get too close to any of them. A beat. There's something else I should probably tell you. Cut to interior, Park Service building, day. Bridget tosses the gun and catches it. The alien struggles against the pillory. <laughs> My hands do pain me sore. Zoe and Doug enter. Bridget stands and sidles up to Zoe. So, did you guys make out? What? No. 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 <laughs> she strides over to the captive. Big and bold. All right, alien, game over. We know everything. The mothership is what's powering the force field, and when it fires, it has to divert power, and the shield comes down. A beat. Um, thou art a very lone, if thou believe that. I have no yes. idea what that means. But I do know that these, Charlie, show us your pictures, are what's strengthening the force field. Charlie brings over her camera and scrolls through the images. Shots of aliens putting up more antennae. Shots of aliens... Charlie brings over her camera and scrolls through the images. Shots of aliens putting up more antennae. Shots of aliens noticing her. Shots of blur... Sorry. Charlie brings over her camera and scrolls through the images. Shots of aliens putting up more antennae. Shots of aliens and... Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Charlie brings over her camera and scrolls through the images. Shots of aliens putting up more antennae. Shots of aliens noticing her. Shots of blurry foliage as she runs away. So all we need to do... Charlie continues scrolling. Suddenly... Wow. Doug's eyes go wide. Zoe looks away quickly. Whoops, scroll too far. Merciful heaven, my eyes. 
She snatches the camera back and shrugs. Hey, they're artistic. Everyone gather around. Your queen has a plan. Yes, queen! Zoe looks at her appalled. Don't say that. It isn't cool. She grabs a scroll from a prop bin and unfurls it on the table. It's a specifically printed old-timey map of ye old Renaissance Fair, showing the different areas of the park. Everyone gathers. <sighs> it's all on me. Pay close attention. Battle music. Montage. Zoe draws an X over the park service building, then a circle around the map. This is us. This is the alien force field. Doug throws down a pile of weapons. Military troops jog along the road towards the park. Bridget straps on armor. Zoe draws an arrow from the park service building down through the field. This is where I'll lure out the mothership and provoke it to attack. Quinn straps a helmet over his jangly jester hat. Charlie dual wields short sword and camera. Doug beats a sword in an anvil. Sparks fly. Zoe draws another arrow from the park service building to the perimeter. We need everyone else at the edge of the force field. When the ship fires, the force field will drop and everyone will jump out. The army troops reach the edge of the force field. A commander signals them to get in formation. Doug smiths more intensely. He wipes sweat out of his eyes in slow motion. Behind him, Zoe watches, slack-jawed. Quinn blows fire. Bridget cocks the gun dramatically. Zoe slams a dagger down onto the map. We'll get you all out of here. I'm going to show these bastards who's boss. End montage. (laughs) Interior, police station, day. The police station is a flurry of activity. Cook gives orders to the FBI and special ops agents running about. Get a fully rigged holding van there immediately. I want it on the ground with Alpha Unit. After all these years, if we could finally get a live sample. The radio crackles. Human headquarters, come in. Schwartz and Brunel, sitting by the radio, wave Cook over. Zoe, you don't have to call us that. We know we're human. Intercut Zoe, Commander Cook. I'm sending my people to the perimeter. What about you? Zoe hesitates. Is my dad there? No. He ate a lot of cheese and he's been in the bathroom for an hour. (laughs) We've had to send our people next door to the mini-mart. Zoe nods affectionately. Mm, that's him, all right. Sounds like a queso-lactose intolerance. A beat. What? I'm staying behind. Are you sure? Why not send one of your expendables? You're in charge, after all. Being queen means taking responsibility. This is my fight. Fair enough. But don't take any more risks than you have to. Listen to me. Stay away from the mothership. I'll try and lose it after it fires. Hopefully, I'll be able to find your troops. I'll let them know. Godspeed, Zoe. Hey, that's Queen Zoe to you. She hangs up the transponder. Exterior, park field, day. The sun is going down as the Renfair troops assemble on the field of battle. The area is clear of drones. Zoe is at their head, holding a battle axe. She stares out to where the mothership lurks, hidden from view, then turns to address the troops. Sorry, I'm not sure what to say. I'm not really good at speeches or whatever, but... Overwhelmed with battle fury, the rest chime in their various cannons almost simultaneously. Please be quiet. Look, these bastards invaded our Renfair and trapped us in here. Well, we're going to show them. Yeah, yeah, show them by running away. That? (laughs) That is true. She has nothing to follow that up with. Places, everyone. (laughs) Quinn grabs her by the sleeve. Noble queen, 
Ask not us happy few to leave thee in the moment of valor. What if we tried something else? I could not live knowing I had deserted thee. He glances back. Bridget is already heading for the woods. Quinn starts to lose his resolve. This is the best plan. Only one of us has to stay behind. You should go. Tis well. <laughs> he books it. Doug comes up, an earnest look on his face. Zil? She turns to face him. He reaches out and touches her arm. Thank you. He flees as well. <laughs> Zoe takes a deep breath and continues forward. She steps through the bones and ash, the remains of Jean and his horse. Ahead is her goal, the alien antenna. Exterior, field outside Hillsborough, day. The army units are in place. A lieutenant speaks into a walkie-talkie. All units in place, ma'am. Awaiting opportunity to enter the occupied zone. Interior, police station, day continuous. Cook talks into her laptop. Be ready, lieutenant. Exterior, park field, day continuous. Zoe stands before the antenna. The thing beeps and hums. She lifts her axe and brings it down with all her might. Exterior, woods, day continuous. The reenactors run through the woods. They hear the echoing bang of metal on metal and look up fearfully at the sky. Interior, alien mothership, bridge, day continuous. The gloomy interior of the mothership. Weird, shrill alarms echo through. Tenna 31, Captain. It looks like it's under attack. Should we raise the ship to defend it? Not yet. There is another way. The alien mouth grins malevolently. Exterior, park field, day, continuous. The antenna falls to the ground and lies crackling and smoking. Zoe looks up triumphantly, waiting for the mothership to rise. Exterior, woods, day, continuous. The reenactors plunge on through the woods, but one by one they stop short, staring ahead, horrified. Buzzing fills the air. Exterior, park field, day, continuous. No mothership. Zoe is growing concerned. Shouts from behind her. She wheels. Doug bursts out on the opposite side of the field. Zoe! Pods! The other reenactors rush back out of the woods. A dozen alien pods are hard on their heels. Bridget flings the gun at one. For a moment, Zoe watches in horror. Then she starts running back toward the park service building. Come on! The other reenactors draw level with her, but the pods are closing in like a net. Zoe flings her axe at one, but once again, it bounces harmlessly off an invisible shield. They duck and weave through alien projectiles. Zoe lifts her head to look in front, only to see a half a dozen alien craft blocking their path. Dead end. She stops. Oh, wretched ones! The pods pivot towards him. Thou sickening boils! Thou carbuncles! Quinn realizes he has bitten off more than he can chew. As the pods gather speed, he stares into the face of certain death, bearing relentlessly down on him. Just when it seems that all is lost. At dawn, look to the east! Gandalf! <laughs> the filthy, crazed, ragged figure of Ben bursts out nearby, leaps into the air, 
and sends his javelin straight into the weapons port of the closest pod. Instantly, smoke pours out of the craft, and it spins off straight into another, which crashes into another, and like dominoes, they cascade across the field. The path is clear. <sighs> Goddamn aliens. A rogue shot explodes the turf by Doug's feet, sending him flying. Bridget pulls him up, and they stumble on. Charlie hesitates. She turns to take a picture. Bridget grabs her and barrels onwards. Did... Did Quinn break yet? Zoe takes Ben's hand. You fucking asshole. They run together. To be continued. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.